What's happening, man? We got the man Will on here, man. I, What's I up, man? My band of brothers, uh, other fellow band of brothers on here. Will gonna have to jump off in a little bit, man. But uh, man, I'm actually I'm 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 good with you. I'm rocking with good? you. Good. Okay, thank God. So that that's good. So look, y'all start throwing y'all questions in. Uh, throw the questions in, man. It's been a it's been a uh an interesting week uh, or or a few days. Uh, and let's talk about it. I think it's time to talk about it. But before we get into it, let's pray. Let's pray. Will, could you do us a favor and just pray for us real quick? Yes, sir. Heavenly yeah. Father God, we thank you. We honor you for this moment. God, we just thank you because in everything, you've given us an opportunity to learn more about you, to, to hear from you. You've given us access to your presence, which is the the greatest thing we could ever have access to God. We just thank you that you've given us an opportunity to, to get better, to sharpen one another. And we want everything that's said tonight to not be through Will's lips or through Ezekiel's lips, but it's that you would use us, that you would speak through us, that you would God. give us new revelation, give us new insight, give us new perspective, God, and just pour out your spirit on this moment. We just thank you that everybody that joins in in the conversation will have an encounter with you, not just a glorified experience, but an encounter that literally changes our lives. So first and foremost, before we even jump into the conversation in talking about idolatry, if there's any idols that we have erected, whether it be through our hurt, through our ignorance or through our selfishness, God, we ask that you forgive us and, and let them be torn down tonight. Satan, you have no place. You have no victory. And we just came to stump on your head tonight. We came to punch you in the face. We came to toss you around the room. So every demon in hell, we serve you. Notice that this is this is your time of eviction. Yes, and sir. we are excited about what the Holy Spirit is about to do. We thank you for this opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So we're going to dive in. Look, uh, so like I said, a lot a lot has been happening, but we're, we're not a gossip law. We're not here to recount everything that's going on in the world. But, you know, we're... Hold on, real see. quick, bro. Real quick. I just saw someone. I think you got a piece of lint on the side of it. The there side we of go. Head. See, somebody loves me. Uh, somebody there we go. You got it. You got thank it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So... Uh, See, man, that would have been on a whole video, man. I appreciate it. Listen, so come like on, bro. I said, we, we, we don't want to have to recount everything that's going on in the world. I did drop a piece this um, this week, and part of the encouragement for that piece came from a conversation uh, or releasing that piece at the time that I did came from a conversation I had with this brother that's on this call. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't tapped in. Oh, Johnny's here. Oh, let's go. Um, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I have him tapped in because he was just dropping so much revelation. Um, and even when he dropped that, I think when you when you sent when you when you were telling me about that, I think in response I sent you, or I don't know if I sent it to you at first or whatever the case may have been, but it was just tying in yeah. everything that we were talking about. And so it made me just go deeper and wanting to understand this idea about idolatry. That piece, if you have any questions about it, go ahead and ask your questions. It's not about that piece. That piece is limited because there's so much that we could we could talk about. But I want to talk about, you know, where God is at with this thing. And so before I let my brother Will talk, there's something like I just wanted to kind of an idea that I want to sit with you before we go deep because we're going to go deep. Um, and it's this the understanding of where that comes from. And the first time we see this uh, God addressing it in such a unique and powerful fashion is way back. You go in Exodus, you see the first, you know, commands. In the ten, with the Ten Commandments, we see the commands that God gave to Moses, and you see Exodus 20, you read it when you get the chance. But I, he also reiterated it in Deuteronomy, and I wanted to uh, introduce 
that as a foundation before we get into it because there's something that just illuminated my understanding. Okay, so Deuteronomy chapter 5. Deuteronomy chapter 5. We're just going to jump to verse 6. It says this, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. It continues in verse 8 to say, you shall not make yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in, on the earth beneath or that is on the water or, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers of the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to the thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. I'm going to be honest. I'm, can, I, can I be transparent with you? Yes, sir. Every time I used to hear the statement, the Ten Commandments, every time I would think about the concept and the idea I thought about it and I saw it through the lenses of this dictator God who just wanted us to do what he wanted us to do. And I just saw this guy saying, like, commanding, they're commandments. Okay, we're being commanded. Don't do this and don't do that and don't do this. So I tell, I'll tell you, when I hear, heard Ten Commandments, I would take it with a grain of salt because it didn't feel good to hear Ten Commandments because I just felt like I just, I could never measure up. It made me feel bad. It's like, I feel like this, it's this finger pointing at me, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Until, I, until it, something illuminated for me um, in, in understanding the foundation of where God was coming from. First of all, we're talking about idolatry. And the first commandment God gave to his people was, I am the Lord, your God. Stop right there. Because at first when I heard, I am the Lord your God, I heard it from that voice. I am the Lord your God. Do yeah. what I said. But now I start to see it as if I were to tell my wife, I am your husband. And I began with that. Or she said, I am your wife. See, that's Ooh, personalization that's and relationship as a foundation of whatever I'm going to say. So as your husband, if I was going to come with correction, whatever I'm going to say, the foundation of you being mine and I'm yours is such a pride we can carry. So the fact that God, the Lord of hosts, the God of creation, allowed them to personalize him Come is on. the foundation that we, that this is where we start from. Make, you can call me your own. Wow. That's first. And so I began to see that the foundation of, I, or, or this idea of having no other gods before me and the betrayal of idolatry, the foundation of that is God's initial love for his people. Mm. This is what blew my mind. I read uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, very same thing. Deuteronomy chapter 6, it says this in verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your might. These words I command you today shall be on your heart. You should teach them diligently. Um, boom, 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 it keeps going. Um, because, and it starts talking about the promises and, and how uh, this, it shall keep you and it shall be your righteousness. And I began to see the heart of the commandments. And wow. this, is, this, this is the thing. When I went in the New Testament and you see Jesus doing all this stuff and start talking love and love, it made me start feeling back in the day that, man, love started when Jesus came. Like, love was, God loved, but, like, love was really, really popping when Jesus started moving because he was talking love. 
But the very commandments that I was afraid of was rooted in love to the extent that it says, look, I, I'm calling you to love me back. Even the thou shalt or you shall, that is translated, if you were to take plain English, English into you should. And should, if you were to hear it, like you should take your bath. It's this idea that I'm commanding you to do something for your own benefit. Yeah. And then we tie the should to will. It's tied to will. Will is tied to desire. In mm. essence, he's saying, I want you to draw this command from your passion. He's saying, I want you to do this from a place. I, I, want, you, I, I want you to love me back. Yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse, it, it keeps going. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all of the people who are on the face of the earth. It was not because you were more in number than any of the other people that, that, the, um, that the Lord has set his love on you and chose you. For you were the fewest of all people, but it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers. I'm going to break that down very simply. He's saying... You didn't do nothing special. The reason why I love you is because I love you. Mm. Say that. Say that again, bro. <laughs> the reason why I love you is because I love you. So when we go back to the Ten Commandments and you see you should, from your passion, from your will, not serve any other gods, process it like this. You know what, you know what won't make me offended and you know what won't betray me? Take it, my brother has a wife. My brother's wife is family. I have a relationship with him, with, with her. She's cool. You know, I'll ride for her. I'll do for her. But if my brother's wife slept with another man, hear me, I'll be angry about it. It's not good. But it's not betrayal to me. Why? Because we are not in covenant. Mm. We are not in a covenant of love. Yeah. Get this. When those who are not his worship other gods. Ooh. Yes, it's, it's a bad thing. Talk but, up. But, but, but if you go back to the basis of Deuteronomy chapter 5, he starts off with this. I am your God. You are my people. I delivered you. You're in my hands. Don't, I want a monogamous exclusive relationship with you when you look for other gods you're betraying me because yeah. the foundation is this relationship see a stranger <laughs> that, that 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 sleeps with another man i say that's not bad that's hurtful but when my wife goes out and does it it's betrayal and so idolatry think of it relationally it's a betrayal of a love covenant between you and god and so it's not, oh, you're doing this thing and you're breaking a commandment. You're breaking my heart. And so I wanted to start with that. Let's start with the fact that I, idolatry is a, the, the weight of idolatry should sit in the heart of a believer as something so poisonous because the foundation of God's hatred of it is relationship. To the extent that he says, for I am a jealous God. You know who I don't get jealous about? 
other women sleeping yeah. with other men. You know who I would get jealous about? My wife sleeping with other men. Now, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get there, so I, I just want to kind of lay that foundation with relationships. All right, let's get it. Bro, that's so good. Like the because I think a lot of issue with how people view Christianity or their relationship with God is through the lens of what I can't do. You know, it's it's so much of the 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 rules and the guidelines, and it's almost like I'm losing, you know, my 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 freedom because now I feel like I'm coming in and having to be forced for something. But to your point, man, like to have to, to be exposed to such a love. And it's not even, and it's not even so much um, of, of the you shalls, but it's almost like the leading by example. It's like, listen, I'm telling you what you should do, but I'm going to show you how you should do it. Right. I'm going, I'm going to tell you to love me, but I'm going to show you, because I'm going to give you my only begotten son. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to show you how to really express this love thing through this covenant because every single day you wake up, I give you brand new mercy. I give you new mercy today so I don't have to charge you for what you did yesterday. And I'm expressing to you my level of love in my, in my commitment to the covenant in hopes that you would see how I love you and and know that you should love me back with the same intensity. That that's that the you that thou shall not you should love me the way that I love you because I love you with an unconditional love. I don't love you based on the 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 perception of men. I don't I don't I don't love you based on where you come from or what you have or what you did or what you did not do. I love you just because I love you, bro. Which, ooh, that's so good to me. I love you just because I love you, which yes. makes. Sorry, which makes man. idolatry, which makes idolatry, when you really sit and think about it, it makes it that much more difficult to digest. Like, I get it. I get God. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's some things, you know, maybe I, I, I really didn't understand, but this I get. Because if I love you the way that I love you, and you turn around and you spit on my love for you, and you go get in the bed with my enemy, if... If if I'm married to you and I find that you sleeping around and it, it's it's not because I neglected you and I'm giving you everything you asked for. I'm loving you intentionally. I'm loving you relentlessly. I'm 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 every day I'm giving you the best that I got. And then you take that love and go and go cheat on me. That it's different, right? Because if if you cheat on me and I'm doing you wrong. I can sort of rationalize it. Like, you know, it may, it's going to still sting, but I can, I get it a little bit. Yeah. But if you cheat on me and I'm, I'm doing everything for you, like I'm holding you down, down. Look, look, somebody just said, what you just said ties into this. They said, do you think idolatry was the downfall of man when in the garden of Eden, we idolized the fruit? You just said, I'm doing, I gave you everything. I gave you the world. <laughs> Listen, I gave you the whole world. And guess you... what? But this is good. This is good. What is the first question for anybody who's ever been cheating? No, especially, I've heard this from women in, in counseling and, and things like that. What is the first question they ask when they've been cheated on? And it's a question that they ask about themselves. It's this question. Was I not enough? Mm. And so this, this idea that when, 
we could talk about a, a woman who starts second guessing because she's looking at her history and saying, oh, maybe I could have done better there. Maybe I could have done better there. But we're talking about a God that says, take it all. Take my, here, here's my presence. Here's my goodness. Here's my righteousness. Here's my face to behold it. And so that's why. And so we, we always look like, man, they just they took a bite of it. They just took a bite of a fruit and God going to punish them. God is like, how dare you? No, 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 no. You, you, you're looking at it like you broke a rule. God is like, I gave you everything. We got to think relationally. I gave you everything. I gave you my face in the morning. Somebody was able to convince you that it wasn't enough, that I was not enough. It's the betrayal. It's the betrayal. So, yeah, I think this, the idea of idolatry is, is, is we're searching to feel to feel something. We're searching to find something beyond God. And I think that is the worst thing. For God to make that his number one, his number one command, thou shalt not have any other gods before me. Before me meaning put anything before me or in my in my presence. Meaning if, if, if the world is his presence, you cannot. And he's talking to his chosen one. He's talking to his own. Because they, if they worship false gods, and we could talk about Lil Nas X all day, but God is jealous for his own. Yeah. That's their God. Yeah. yeah. You're made in my image, and I love you. But you don't even know, we don't even have a covenant. Yeah. yeah. We don't have a covenant. And yeah. so I'm talking, so the, the call against idolatry first is for God's people. Y'all like, Lil Nas X, you going to hell. No, God is like, I want to talk to you. Because Come it on. seems like you're in love with the idea of marriage more than you are with me. Ooh. It seems like you're more in love with the pursuit of your career more than you are with me. Listen, we're not talking to just condemn. We're talking, and it checks us first. What do you? Who do you? Who do you love? There's a few songs like that. Like for real though, who 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 do you love, bro? And you told me about something. Um, I think this leads kind of to that conversation we talking about this satanism and, and stuff like that and you 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 told me something that blew my mind and it was along the lines of uh, just carnality and how satan fights for god's seat oh could yeah. you explain it's that a, one, one time man the crazy thing that god dropped on me man and it really checked me in such a way that i had to examine everything um it's because we we give glory to god Right. We, we give God his seat. We give him glory through our obedience, but we give glory to Satan through our disobedience and our sin. Mm -hmm. And from from the beginning, Satan has been after God's seat. Ooh. He's been after the throne that he legit has always wanted to be God. You started your piece off. First off, let me let me start off by saying well, well, before I jump in. Elijah, what's up, bro? bro? Um, <laughs> that was good, though. So the, the 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 poem that you did, bro, I I, I kid you not, man, and I'm a, I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you a little uncomfortable, but it's one of the greatest cine, cinematography pieces of cinematography that I have seen. Oh. Like the way that it captured and encapsulated just the mood, how it felt, that thing, it, it gave you sort of them chills. It's almost like when I watched The Passion of the Christ. Wow, what resonated crazy. through that man it's just it, it's, it was so it was so ridiculously powerful but you it started off it's and and it, it came from satan's perspective and and satan has been after god's seat he wants to be god what's crazy is because god is all powerful but he wants us 
Satan doesn't want us. He wants God's seat. So what happens is, is that we think we're in this tug of war we, that Satan wants our soul and he's after our soul. No, no, no. Satan is after God's seat. Say that so if he can cause us to fall, fall into stuff that now gives him glory, he then can exalt himself as God. So now it's this, it's this conversation with God that I can go back to God and say, yes, see, I am their God. They were yours, but oh. now they are mine. It's 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 the now because I'm after your seat. I don't care nothing about them. I don't I don't I don't, I don't care nothing about their. I, I don't I don't value them. Say it again, I'm, bro. Say it again I, because the people think that the that say I'm after your soul. I listen. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing about my soul. He is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Bro. Look at the look at the juxtaposition of the approach. Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy while God wants to love, to build, to sanctify, to call as his own, to pull you into his presence. Satan doesn't care nothing about our souls. He's after God's seat. And everything Boy, well, that we you, do. You, you, uh, yeah. <laughs> and everything that we do, it then creates a space because it's, it's either we're glorifying one or the other. And that's why God is like, listen, first, I'm your God, right? I'm your God. So oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm saying that you should not have any other God before me. And if I literally lay out my 24 hours, my past 24 hours, and I, 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 I chisel out the times of what I did, how would my time with God measure up with my entire day? The Bible says we should pray always without ceasing. Men are always to pray. How much, how much time can I say, okay, I, I set time aside? Because we think that, okay, because I opened up social media and I only checked it for two minutes that I ain't really doing nothing. But if I add up all my two minutes, because I'll check it for two minutes, then I'll come off for 30 seconds and go back and check it another two minutes. And if I put that next to the time that I've spent with God, that is my God. Because my God is who I reverence and who I give myself to. So now, wow, it's, it's, and that's the crazy part. The thing that broke my heart is the times where I, I could hear Satan going to God and say, that's your son? He, he, he yours? Dog. That one's yours? Oh, okay. How, mu how much time he talked to you today? Because it's this back and forth. And God is like, listen, that's all right. He's going to get there. I love him. I love him. I'm patient with him because I know what I put in him. And, 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 to, and to be able to give, to tell God to get up so Satan can sit down. I'm out, bro. I ain't going to. Hey, I'm, I'm done with something here, bro. I'm done. <laughs> I, I had something to say, and I came on here with thoughts. But Will, you, bro, you are, you are, you are in a different, you're in a different realm right now, bro. Like, just keep continue down this thought. Please continue down this thought. Cause it's man, bro. I, and and here's the thing. I, what's crazy is because, like you said to your point, we get so worked up about the world. I can't believe that they did that. Why? When when he's their daddy. That's that's. He, they are acting like their father. What I can't believe is when I'm not acting like mine. Oh, no! 
when, 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 when I don't look like my daddy, that's, that's, when, that's when I should be outraged. When, when I look like he's my daddy. Try to distance myself, bro. The thing with Peter, man, when he said that he denied Christ and they kept saying, no, you is. You look like him. You talk like him. You've been with him. And he went off cussing and, and, and denying. He did everything he could to debunk the idea that he belonged to Christ. And so many of our actions says to the world, no, 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 I don't know the man. And we look at Peter and be like, how could you? How could you do that, Peter? You walk with him. And then, and, and I could just hear, some, some, maybe just angels, man, I don't know, maybe it's just my conscience, because I'd be like, how could you? He live in you. Because he, Peter walked with him, but he's in you. For you, he you have accepted his blood. We take communion, we go to church, we do all these services, we all and we have all of these idols erected, and we try to come to God and we wonder, we wonder, we wonder. Because here's the thing: God is a jealous God, like you said. If anybody's ever encountered a jealous lover, you know to the degree that they will go. Like a jealous lover will, will take this thing up a notch. Like a jealous lover will be hiding in the bushes outside your house when you think you go, just going to the grocery store. Where you going? Oh, you going to the grocery store? Why you got that on? They be like, bro, chill out. What are you? What are you doing? No, 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 no. Because I need to make sure that you're doing what you said you're doing, bro. And let, we me, be let, let, let me jump. Let me jump because you said something, bro. Like with the jealous lover. What if? What if this, bro? We are always talking about like God. I want to see, I want your power. I want your insight. I want your wisdom. But what if in God's graciousness, he said, I made you in my image. Therefore, I gave you the capacity to emote like me. I want you to, I want you to know how it feels to have your heart broken. My God. Ooh. I want you to have the capacity, capacity to love and get betrayed so that when it comes to us, you never go that route. Shoot. I want you to know what it's like to be in pain when you get ignored. I want you to know what it's like to understand the hole that's created with abandonment. We're missing a point, man. We're missing the God loves us part. I think we're missing it, bro. And what if, he's like, yeah, because if, if you had the power, you could still run off. If you had my wisdom, you'll still run off. But let me give you the emotion. Because perhaps with the emotion, and you know what it feels like to have somebody in, the, in that bed, for you to know what it's like for you to pour out your love and someone spits in your face, maybe that will draw you closer to me. Because the power might not. The wisdom might not. You tasting my glory might not. But perhaps the emotion as a gift, the capacity to break. But, 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 but you saying that, Let's continue down there because I think in us asking for the power, for the wisdom, for all those things, people don't pray. I don't think people necessarily pray for glory or, or most people because I think that's, that's a fairly vain prayer. But I think it's fair to say that our humanity probably desires that. But what if we are missing, like you said, our most powerful ability to be like Christ 
is our ability to feel pain because without that pain of the cross, it would not be that we are here. I'm reading Hosea. And one thing I, I'm, I'm really asking the Lord to break me from is my prayer to re be released from whatever pain it is. Hosea was only an effective prophet because of the pain he went through. God told him to stay in an unfaithful marriage so that Hosea could relate better to the God that he served. So then his pain would actually aid him in his purpose. We try to get away from our purpose because we run away from the pain. And the Lord is saying, no, 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 no. Your pain is actually what makes you the closest to me. Somebody wronged you. Now you know how it feels. They broke your heart. Now you know what I feel like. Your testimony is only strengthened by your pain. And so I think we pray these things and we try, we say, God, release me from it. And I think because he loves us, sometimes he gives us what we want. But then we still feel empty. And it's like, well, why is it that, you know, these relationships are going this way? Or why is it that I feel empty? Well, sometimes you got to go through that pain so you can better relate to those people. Be it's not about relating to understand, but sometimes it's about relating to serve. Let's go. Let's go. And so I think, bro, I think you broke that down perfectly because at the end of it all, it is about relationship. Like we 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 get into these spaces where we see and and, and we kind of talked about earlier in the in the in the uh, WhatsApp where like the danger of like a uh, knowledge and, and philosophy. And I think sometimes when we when we make things logical, I think we miss that the basis for all of it, of God's instruction really is relationship. Because, bro, to that point, you said the danger of knowledge, and that was the thing within the garden. It's because the more bro. you know, the less inclined you are to lean into me for what you don't know. Because now you know more, you don't need more of me. It's so if I'm guiding you and you already have the direction, it's almost like if we're if we're traveling together in cars and I'm following you, but I already got the address and I put it in, in my in my uh, GPS. So if if I feel like it, I can just pull over in another lane, speed up in front of you because I feel like you're going too slow. Because yeah. I already know where we're going. Yeah. But but if I don't but if I don't know where I'm going. I gotta yeah. follow you close, baby. I gotta, yeah. I gotta be, I gotta be on your tail. I can't let nobody in between us, because if I let some cars in between us, then that's gonna separate me, and I might yeah. get lost. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that idolatry Duh. is 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 when I, I gotta get close enough to you that I don't yeah. let nothing come in between. Because if something yeah. get in between me and you, I might get lost. I might get Woo! lost on this social media. Yeah. I might get Woo! lost in this in this relationship that I've exalted before you. I might Woo! get lost. Yeah, and and and. And, and if I'm not close enough, and if I start to know more and not know more of you and know of your heart, if I start uh, like researching and trying to figure out, okay, the ins and outs of how this makes sense, mm -hmm. the, 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 uh, the, uh, the quickest way to under, have an understanding about God is, is developing the understanding that I will never understand him. Come on, bro. Once I lock that in, and I know that I will never, under, your thoughts are as high as the heavens are from the earth. So I can't even conceptualize the idea of what you're thinking. Bro, so bro. let me just take... Bro, wait, so you gotta slow down, bro. We My gotta man, bro. Yeah, he said, bro. He said bro. so much. 
listen, you said the garden, bro. You said the garden. Why? It was. It, it used to baffle me. How could the the tree of the knowledge of good and evil be death? Be a curse. The not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil said, "I'm going to give you the capacity to have both options, but not the divinity to always choose the right one." That's why we're left at a crossroad because of flesh. Like, now you got options. Come on, man. The holiness to always choose the right one. That's why it's, that's why I don't want to get this to you. Because now you see this way and this way. I put you in a position where you could see me only. That's what I'm talking about, this single eye. I'm putting you in this heat where I'm supplying you with everything you need. And all you see and all you know and all you have is me. Once you taste this, you'll realize that there's, there's another path. But you don't know the end of that path, and I do. But now that you have these options, but don't have the very capacity to be God to always choose the right one, it is death. Because we always have the tendency to try to see past God, thinking He's eclipsing our blessing and our goodness. So, anyway, so 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 basically, what you're saying is, God was trying to protect us from the very beginning, from ourselves, from ourselves, bro. Oh that's my all, God, that's all it is. But see, even when you bring it back to idolatry, that's really what it is. We are stepping outside of the protection when we start to put things before before God. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm, and we've talked, we've talked, we talked about this during the fast when we were in these, when we were doing it at the beginning of the year. Like this idea, like the fact that we have not connected that Adam and Eve fell amongst many reasons, but one of them being their pursuit, their pursuit. To be out of position, <laughs> they were pursuing a position. Like think, like 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 really like like really think about it. Like in this day and age, if somebody said, "Yo, I'm about to give you a house, I'm about to give you an unlimited supply of food, and I'm gonna give you a job, and I'm gonna give you a a, a spouse," you're gonna be like, "You done thought about everything." So what I need to do. And they just say, hey, this all you need to do, all you need to do, this you need to do two things. You need to name these animals and don't and, and, and don't go to don't go to Whole Foods. <laughs> you're like, oh cool, I got spouts, I got Walmart, like I got H E B, like I got Tom like I got options. But th- it's it's this idea that and, and I and I think this is the this is the scary part about idolatry. It's not all bowing down to golden calves and big statues. Come so on, I, bro. see you. You get there, and honestly, you've probably been idolizing things and people and places long before you start bowing down and doing Come all on. this other craziness. See, your heart is so deceitful that it will tell you that inch is not a big deal. <laughs> That's how deceitful your heart is. It'll tell you like, oh, it's cool, like it's just this one time. But the Lord, the Lord, he said, like, like you said, he establishes the relationship to let you know that if you step outside of my means of protection, come if on you go and eat of this tree. Not only are you unprotected, but you won't be sustained. Mm. And so the question then really becomes. How do we how how can well, this is not even a question It's really a challenge like. 
how can you sit here and serve a God who above all else, like above everything God desires and wants, it is us. It is me. Job says you are you will you long for the creation that your hands made. Ever since the fall, like he's he wants me. It's a relationship. So how can we sit here and say, oh yeah, well I I I know this in Hebrew and I I, I understand the traditional Hebrew text and I understand this in Greek and all this. And the Lord's like, I don't care. I want you. We have turned, we have we have actually served knowing God more than serving God himself. Because if we truly serve God, we develop Ooh. a deeper relationship with him. My relationship is not predicated on knowledge. My relationship is just predicated on that itself. The time and presence I spend with God, because God doesn't care about who I am or, or what I know. If that was the case, he wouldn't have died for me because I wasn't worth dying for. He set wow. the precedent. He set it. So we chase all these other things and we put all these qualifications. We, we're putting qualifications on things that, that, that the Lord never said anything about. Come on, bro. We are trying to qualify people. And God is, God, is God is literally saying, I have qualified you. Nothing else. In your sin, in your, in your discrepancies, in your deficiencies, I've qualified you. Don't look for anything else outside of me. Come on, bro. Like, 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 really think about it. Really think about it. That song, uh, that song, Jira, that that Maverick City just 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 dropped. It, it fire. made me think. It, it, first of all, as far as a musician, I was like, wow, you guys just you guys just got stuff in the vault. Like it's crazy. But I was really thinking about it because I, I'm I'm still trying to. I'm again, I'm still balancing like wanting to know more about God. And, and, and not pursuing it, but it made me think about this. I have one name. You know, my legal name is Elisha McCall the third, and that third just lets you know I'm named after my father and and my grandfather. The Lord having all the the Lord being called by all these different names, I I'm starting to realize that the Lord has allowed us to describe Him based off our relational history with him more so than a title God went to Moses and when he asked he said hey who should I say sent me he said the God of your fathers Abraham Isaac and Jacob he asked again he said tell him I am I am am." Mm. one he says I'm the God that served that, that, that Abraham served that Isaac served that Jacob has served. Those are not just people to, to Moses and, and, and the Israelites at this point. Those are their forefathers. In Come other on. words, God is telling him, I'm the same God that promised Abraham he would be the father of many nations. I'm that God. Look at me based off of what I do. And so even God is telling his own people, I want you to relate to me, not more so just as your God, but as somebody who has walked with you relationally, Come somebody on, who has taken you through all of these things, but we still miss it. We are still chasing after knowledge, and it's like, y'all, knowledge is what got us here. Knowledge is what got us to fall. Jesus! I, 
see I see Reg on here. Go ahead and drop it, Reg. No, bro. I, I, I don't know if I can keep up with what's going on here, man. Y'all started on fire. Um, I, I just want to speak to the challenge, man, of that. Um, and it's it's interesting that we're talking about it because, you know, uh, I've been doing a study on the actual fall and, and, and Adam and Eve and the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And just as a person who always uh, wants to know the why, you know, very inquisitive, trying to get down to the bottom of things. Um, and, I, and I look at it as a way to um, understand how to reason, you know, with others, because I feel like the church, one thing that we lack is conversation on certain things. And even if we say like we're having a conversation today, well, we don't talk about that because, you know, that may take us outside of the boundaries of, of God's protection or God's grace. Uh, it would I would appreciate if we had those conversations. But yeah. I don't think we even have the conversation to say that or to say, well, the Bible doesn't say that or 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 even conversations, man. And I'm going to just get a little deep. But, you know, about about sexuality, about um, uh, and I'm not talking about same sex, but I'm talking about like sexuality between husband and wife. Sometimes people get in the bedroom and don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like these conversations are conversations <clears throat> that should be had. And then we should discuss, you know, like where where is where's the line, you know? Where do we we draw the line in getting knowledge? You know, where do we draw the line in getting understanding? You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I don't know. I just I just wanted to add that part to the conversation because I think that that's something that we miss. And so when you don't get it in the church, but the only place you can hear it is on YouTube, come on, facts, some yeah, guru, yeah. or mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, somebody of some kind of some other religion or or an atheist, then then you know what what does that leave the people you know what i'm saying yeah, uh, yeah. so so i don't know man I, I do think that these conversations and stuff that we seek to know um you know at some point the church has to address it yeah you know what i'm saying we got to get to it so yeah. how do we have that i mean i i, I feel like at, at this at the same token I, I i totally agree that there are a lot of conversations that we don't have one um, because I think honestly and transparently that the, we, we, we've been unable to have them because we have the inability to converse on the topic. Right. And nobody wants to say that I don't know. Right. So everybody will say, we'll shut it down, you know, because we don't have the intellectual capacity to go there versus saying, well, you know, I'm not really sure on that. Let me do some research. Let me figure out, you know, let, and then that way we can have an intellectual conversation. So I think a lot of a lot of conversation is shut down because it either makes people uncomfortable. I think a lot of conversation is shut down because it speaks to their own struggles, um, because you can't really counsel me through something that you are currently walking in. Um, I, I think a, a lot of the conversations are just sort of um, are deviated from because it's easy. It's easier to to try to stay on topic um, versus to try to address certain things. Um, to 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 that point, I think that the 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 quest for knowledge um, and understanding should always be a pursuit. I think a lot of times that we get in trouble um, because we. I think honestly, we promote a person's perspective over God's perspective. Like God is, he's always talking. He's always giving revelation. He's always giving insight. And I think that we've, we've grown dull to being able to hear from God. So we want to hear from man. And when man can't give us insight, then we'll seek out another man 
and then another man and then another man because we have really we we don't we don't think that God is a God who can really give me instruction on how to love my wife physically. Like we don't think that that's the case that that he can't give me supernatural knowledge. And granted, he's given us the the, the our relational aspect so that we can learn and glean from each other. Um, but two, I think we got to be very cautious about the people that we seek advice from, because if you don't have godly perspective or, or, or I'm, I'm drinking from a tainted vessel, then everything I put out is going to be flowing with that same tainted information. So, you know, I, I definitely think we need to normalize conversation. I, I definitely do. Um, I, I think, I think too, at the same time, um, the, the reason why we haven't been able to normalize it is because, we haven't spent enough time because here's the thing. I feel like a, a lot of our idolatry comes into play because we haven't spent enough time developing the closeness and proximity to value God's presence enough yeah. to, to, to put the value over it. So, so I can't even get a clear answer because I'm not close enough to get it from God or so that, because I don't want to give you my perspective. And I think that's where we mess up. I don't want to give you, you know, I can give you some advice, but I really don't want to get, if you, if anybody comes to me, asks me, okay, well, what should I do? I want to give you what I think God would say, yeah. because whatever I give you and you do that, I'm responsible for what you do because it's what I gave you. Mm. And I think that's the part that pastors sort of get iffy on or, or sort of we lose sight of is because what you do based on what I give you, I'm held accountable for that. So, you know, I definitely think we should normalize conversation. I, 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 I sort of went on a tangent there, but I think we should normalize conversation. I just don't always um, I just don't always think that the sources that we go to um, are qualified to to talk about those conversations. And if we're truth and truthful and honest, a lot of stuff we want to talk about, we may not be ready for, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. All right, I got I, some I, questions. I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, some questions have come in. I don't know which one uh, y'all want to tackle, uh, but there's a couple. I, I'm just going to read them. I haven't even screened them. Do you think idolatry was the downfall of man when in the Garden of Eden we – okay, I think that was way back. Okay, how about this? So where is the line? How do we get to a point of knowledge? Uh, when and how to hold back? I think you answered that, Will. And idolatry. The curse comes, someone said, the curse comes from woman's desire to be her husband as opposed to the father. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Okay, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get that question. <laughs> woman's desire, I, I, no, I, don't, I don't agree and I don't get what that means. We're not going to go down the hole. It was Eve's fault. It was Adam's fault. We're not going to do that. Nah. No. I would say I would say that Adam was out of position, man. Adam should have been protecting his wife. If anything, yeah. all I yeah. said is that. Yeah. And you know what's crazy to even it's so much stuff that we could re if we really just sat down in the garden, like because it wasn't like that's the only tree in the garden. Right. So it's almost mm. like you gotta go keep looking for this tree. Like that tree, that tree over there, like that's like if 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 all the I got a whole bunch of like um uh the hot things in the in the place, but I said don't touch that one because that's what really gonna do. You got all these other trees. It's almost like we keep going back 
to be close enough to to try to dance with it because is it really that bad? Like I, we just I don't think we trust God's word enough or trust his love to your point that he loves me enough to know what I can't handle. And, 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 you, and you know what's crazy? God never like and this may be this may be putting in what's not there. But even even the more I read, you know, the first few chapters of Genesis, God never he told them not to eat of it, but it was never explicitly said that things would not be revealed. I think part of the protection, again, is that in due time, the Lord would reveal certain things, but he wanted that intimacy of one, the trust that's built by saying, hey, I told you not to do it, don't do it. But also, two, there's, some inti there's intimacy when I teach you something. Because to teach somebody effectively, you have to understand the best way to communicate to them. So although he's transferring knowledge, there is still the relational capacity when you teach somebody. Like a lot of us can say, especially when, when we were younger or, or, you know, even if you have really good college professors, a lot of us had these really good teachers that made imprints on us. That's yeah. because there's intimacy being able to be there's intimacy when you can take a person from one place of understanding to another. So also wow. think there was something there that God wanted to develop with his creation when he said, hey, not that you can't know, but I want to be the one to, you know, give it to you in a way that you can handle it. Because also, like you said earlier, Ezekiel, there are things that if we tried to grasp them, we would be baffled. Like, it, it, it just wouldn't happen. So I think, again, him being a good father, him being the greatest teacher to ever, you know, exist, he understood, I got to be it. I got to be the one to give this to them. I got to be the one. If you go get it yourself, you, you're going to mishandle it. And it's going to have to be some things that have to happen. And, and if, if I don't give it to you, it's not going to be pure. So what you're going to go get is dysfunctional. Oh. Because you you getting it from a you getting it from you getting it from the place that you weren't designed to get it from. So so if 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 I don't if I give you if I give it to you, you're gonna give it get it the right way. But if you go get it over there, it's gonna it's gonna. <laughs> that's hey, bro. Hey, so, you know how you know how I know that that's true, bro. Look. The first time I heard this, this is a big tangent, but the first time I heard the idea of, well, I don't know why I'm saying this. The first time I heard the idea of masturbation was at the lunch table with these little kids. And they was like, man, you can just touch yourself, man. If you do it, it's going to feel good. Blah, blah, blah. And you know why out of curiosity, I tried it. Uh, look, in my poem, I began the poem. I said, I tried it in the bathroom of a church. Don't ask me why, but that's how it happened. <laughs> But then I began yeah. to reflect later on in life, like, I didn't even really desire to do it. I just did it out of curiosity, but that was just the first time I heard it. And I realized, man, if I would have heard about it from my parents first, I'm not saying I could know the future, mm. but there's a strong chance that if I would have heard it pure from them, Bro, I would have had a better perspective. So that's sometimes so it's about, like, like, who gave it to you first? And, and God is like, man, that we were talking about this, Reggie, earlier, it's like, man, there's something about the purity of eating from his hands. It's like, man, yeah, 
it's that over there and this is over there, man. But if you eat it from my hands, you're going to get it how you're supposed to get it. And yeah. that's kind of like, yeah. that's the beauty, of, the beauty of it. So, I don't know. That was a tangent. I don't even know if that made sense, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's good, man. It goes back to the question that, that God asked Adam and Eve. Who told you this? Mm. That, that's not what yeah. I told yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Who told you you would make it? Bro said one thing though that uh that really blessed me, and I relate to this scripture. Um, well, t- well, two things. One, the truth got a video that that went viral last week. He was talking about basically saying that the garden was there because God gave human, God gave man a will, so he had to give us options. You know what I'm saying? He wanted us to be beings who had an opportunity to, to to make our own decisions if that makes sense but the second thing um concerning that is uh miles Monroe talks about the imagination and the images and how uh it's almost impossible to erase those images in the brain once those images are captured mm. and um and, and i believe that god was trying to protect the imagination of man because wow. when were captured it was almost wow. impossible to erase so how in 235, I believe, Genesis 235, they were naked and not ashamed. And then in Genesis 3, all of a sudden, they're insane. They're insecure. You know? That's good, bro. Wanted to protect our imagination. Oh, my God. Because good, the, the imagination is the seat. It's the breeding ground for emotions and actions. Because the more we imagine, we think about it, fear starts in the mind. And we start dwelling on that thing and we start imagining, okay, well, what if I do, what if I lose this? What if this happens? What if this happens? And then, and then we open up that, that access point for doubt to slip in because we've created an, an, an idolatrous way of thinking because faith is, is saying that, okay, I don't know, but I know God knows. Mm. But but now mm. our imagination is trying to figure out what oh. God is doing. Bro. I'm oh. trying to figure I'm trying to figure God out. And God is like, I'm God, you're not gonna figure me out. Chill out. Goofy. And we like, no, 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 no. I I gotta know because this this is my life. Mm, so I I have to know what's going on with my life. And then I have made my life an idol before God oh, because I have exalted my life over his knowledge and wisdom. He made me, but I want to know everything about me because my imagination is running wild because I'm con- so consumed with me that I can't even get off of me to see you. Mm. Ooh. Jesus. Bro. I'm starting to think of this whole, like, while y'all talking, man, with knowledge and things like that, man. And I, Elisha already said it, so it's going to be very redundant. I, I, it makes me wonder, and y'all, please run with it in any way you can. Why did God, and this is a new discovery scientifically, that we have genetic information written all through our bodies? We have information that can be decoded and understood. And mm-hmm. DNA is literally what, uh, gives us the makeup of who we are as our identity. And to, cert- to a certain extent, we always say, no God, no God, no God. And I believe, like, the, the question comes to mind, like, why does God withhold information? Like, why doesn't he just give us all information? For someone who has a genetic issue, 
a doctor or a surgeon has to go inside and has to examine and look at the blood and decode that information. It takes a certain proximity. You can't do it from next door. You've got to do it right up close. And I'm wondering if God says, look, I have knowledge. I have wisdom. I have understanding. I have your next step inside me, but you've got to come close. You've got to be in me. You've got to dwell in me to decode this thing. And so it's like it's not that I'm trying to just withhold, but I, I'm trying to set you up. Because I realize that you, you want to know something, but knowing and intimacy is synonymous. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be close. Why did God make sex something we couldn't do from across the room? I'm just asking questions. Why could sex be something we did telepathically? God is like, look, I'm, I'm trying to lay metaphors for you. He's like, now maybe if they see this thing physically, they'll start understanding. You don't got to read a book. Adam and Eve didn't have a book. Everybody was able to understand, okay, we feel love, we get close, and that's how I know, and that's how I learned, and that's how we built it, and we got to be right up on each other to experience this. Maybe, perhaps. Maybe, perhaps, if I really want to know what God wants, I just got to lean my ear closer to his heart. I'm wondering, though. (laughs) I I know you're about to kill it, Elijah, but let me just say this. Go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. This just reminds me of the scripture that we quote all the time from Matthew where it says, many will come to me on that day and say, Lord, Lord, then I do all these things. Mm. And God's response, it still blows my mind at this day. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. He didn't say you didn't know me. He said, I never knew you, bro. And that's huge. I think those codes, man, what you asked about, bro, I, I think that those are past codes, like access ways, entry ways to get into the knowledge of Christ or the intimacy with Christ, man. I really do. I think once we connect the, our, our DNA codes, uh, our access points to the presence of God, and once we connect to the presence of God, man, something is manifest. Something, sons of God are made manifest. Things are revealed, man. 